0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of season number
1: three of Empowered Podcast. I am Marilyn Egan and I'm Michael
0: Abney and together we host this amazing podcast that keeps going out and out and out and yeah. keeps expanding. We keep getting, we're just in the flow of it.
1: Yes. But
0: yes. we are going to kick off today's. See, our the our third season, and you and I talked earlier, and we are going to be talking about the shift.
1: Yeah, should like, we say ships? shifts? Shifts. <laughs> yeah, because it keeps doing that. It keeps going. Yeah. But
0: I really we we Marilyn and I talked, and we wanted to share with our listeners like our like the the whole thing like. When we first started to know something was going on, or started oh, hearing yeah. that word shift, what that meant, you know, remember that movie, the Celestine Prophecy, that oh, those yes. books, and yes. they were all talking about that. And Gary, um, oh Gary zukov's book, absolutely, but Eckhart yeah. Tolle, The New Earth,
1: yes, remember that? Earth. Yeah, I still have it. I still love it.
0: Like we're living in that now. We like are. we are literally living in the New Earth.
1: We are. But when we first started hearing about it. Nobody really knew, you know, they had this date picked out because of the Mayan calendar and we're like, okay, are we going to wake up and everything's different? Well, it was different, but not as instantly as we thought. We're seeing the difference now. That one shift just started. I mean, it had started before that, but... It just keeps going and keeps going and keeps going. But when you really look back at how much things have changed since 2012. Oh, my God. It is totally amazing. That seem
0: like 50 years ago. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: But I remember, 20, you know, December. What was the thing? I don't even remember the damn date. December day. 21st, 2012.
1: 2012.
0: So that was the thing. I remember the whole lead up to that. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty much in it at that time and sort of, you know.
1: I knew things were going to change. The, you know, life as we know it is going to change. There were a lot of people who were really afraid the world was going to end. And I'm like, no, we're still going to be here. It's life as we know it is going to change. And we don't really know what that's going to look like. But we, we all have hopes of. Of it moving faster, feeling better faster than like we did. Like a light did. switch. Yeah, we thought it's be more not. like a light switch. No,
0: it's not a light switch. No, but it, it is a moment.
1: Yes, it is.
0: I do believe that that moment was a moment.
1: It was. That it I was like you,
0: like, you know, the you. last grain of sand went out into the bottom of the hourglass.
1: Yes. And yes. then it got turned over, mm-hmm. and
0: here we start expanding and accelerating into In what the- we're living into right now. Right. So that's how I yes. see it. Is in that a whole new way.
1: It? Yes, that's how I see it too.
0: So when you think about, like, when was the first time, like for me it was in my mid-90s that I knew life was, something was going on, something was different. I started being attracted to different types of, you know, reading material or what I was in, like what I would watch or, how did that start for you?
1: Well, I think I knew as a child that, there were things that just didn't make sense. Um, and I would look around and go, well, I don't get how come they're saying one thing and they're acting totally different. Mm-hmm. That that piece just was really difficult for me. And I remember not being as happy as I wanted to be as a child, too, through many, many years. Yeah, but was... then um, in my adult life, I... Gosh, it was in my, I know it was in my 20s, maybe around 28, 29. I'm like, there's something more. But yet I remember as an eight year old child, I remember being eight and thinking, Ugh, there better be more to this than I'm seeing right now. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, but I think in in that moment in my 20s, we were, you know, still having children, and we thought that we were thriving in the world because that's all we knew is this treadmill mm-hmm. this treadmill of just let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going, let's keep going and it wasn't until probably when we went through some difficult things with one of our kids that really woke us up. To oh no, this is not what we intended for their lives to be, and not what we intended for our life to be. What do we need to do to change? And honestly, I looked at my family, and I'm like, nobody's going to change till I do.
0: Did you know that then?
1: I knew that then. I had to change first, and um, yeah, it was it was I heard obvious to me. Always as a me.
0: concept.
1: No, I knew. You knew. I knew. Okay, I was later
0: on with that. <clears throat> I didn't really but, know what that meant.
1: Right, but I had four kids, you know. Yeah, I did. And and I was I was the one common thread. <laughs> you know?
0: Did they transform you, your kids?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They and I mean, they changed everything about me. They are my greatest teachers say, my kids are my greatest teachers. And I didn't really know how energetically sensitive they were at that time. I didn't know how energetically sensitive I was. Mm -hmm. So I think we all kind of learned together. I mean, luckily, I was already in this work when the biggest, toughest things happened, um, which allowed us to move through this with peace and grace and we actually came through a situation where there's, you know, maybe a 2%, everybody told me 2% residual recovery. And it's totally amazing now. Our family's together, everybody is doing really great. And, um, but I had to take the steps for me to open up and see that there, I had to wake up before everybody else could wake up, but they, they woke me up.
0: But you knew that you needed to. Oh yeah. You knew there was space. Yes. I don't know that I had that like cognitive, I knew, I knew shit wasn't working. Yeah. I knew that for sure. Yeah. I knew, I knew there was something in my, um, like I never really did like drugs. You know, like growing, like I didn't have that experience, you know, when I was younger, Mm -hmm. like we drank, you know, but it wasn't like, you know, the stuff that's out there today. I mean, when I was in my late 20s, because you you triggered something in me about Mm -hmm. it's the stuff that in life that doesn't feel so damn good. Yes. That kicks you into high gear or kicks something that activates something that Mm -hmm. causes something miraculous to happen on the other end of it. Although you don't know that when that's happening. Right. And, you know, like coming off of like, I, the only thing that ever got me was like in my late twenties was cocaine.
1: Mm. Like, yeah,
0: that I never thought I would ever be addicted to anything, but that, that got me because I couldn't stop. And mm-hmm. I think now about like all of the, the people that with all the other addictions that are out there, like my, that addiction was the thing that I, I got off of it by myself.
1: Mm-hmm. It was huge. actually,
0: yeah, me and Oprah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> I used to always, you know, it started out just a little thing on the weekends and then it turned into the, the weekend. And then the weekend started turning into Friday to Monday. Yeah, And then there was just this moment where. You know, I was a huge Oprah fan, and like I swear to God, part of watching her show on
1: was yes. my commitment
0: to not doing that again.
1: Oh, that is really great.
0: Because she had different different shows on there, and yeah, you know, I don't even remember treatment things back then. People even talking about it, but I just knew it was yes. like it served its purpose, but it awoke something in me. Mm-hmm. It awoke a part of me that I never had access to. And, you know, so that was a huge thing. Yes. The, you know, living life and, you know, fall out, you know, making everything happen. I was, I had that drive. You know, I could, if somebody told me, no, I couldn't do something, (laughs) consider it done.
1: Oh, that's really Like, consider it
0: done. If somebody said, told me I couldn't, done, I'll prove you wrong. And that's how I manifested everything in my life up to that point.
1: That's really good because me, as a kinesthetic who feels those things, I took that the other way. I'm like, if somebody says, oh, well, you can't do that. I'm like, oh, my God, maybe they're right. I mean, I took it to heart thinking that they knew better than my my heart knew. That was my. Isn't that interesting? That was my I'm not that, that was way my, now. That was my <laughs> ticket to freedom was when somebody would say
0: that to me. And I would create people in my life that would that would be that. Yeah. I literally, now I can see that. I didn't see that then. Right. And then.
1: That's pretty good. I love that.
0: Some other, you know, landmark education was a major thing for me. Mm. Um, people don't know who that is. Just Google it. But that experience of what I learned there, because. I loved it and I hated it at the same time. time. Like there was something for me, just Mm -hmm. for me, that was just every single time just triggered me. Like there was not, I've done everything inside of that course all the way through leadership programs. I did everything right up to be like joining the company. Yeah. And it provided such an amazing thing for my life, like an opening that I'd never seen before. But I left every single one of them. Like I left everything I did, I walked out of and went back <laughs> and did it again.
1: Okay. <laughs> because
0: it would trigger something in me so deep yes. that I would literally have to leave. I couldn't work it out inside that space.
1: Right. Like I
0: would leave. Yes. I'm like, I'm never doing this again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then something would call me back because... You know, I said September 11th before,
1: right? But
0: I had done the landmark form in 1996. Okay, my brother and sister did it. Okay, and they completely were like different human beings. I'm like, well, I'm going to go there too, and I did, and I left. Mm-hmm. I came back and finished it, but I didn't continue with it.
1: Yes, and
0: then in 2001, right, or 2000, and, um, yeah, 2001 September 11th. Like that was the moment that voice said go back and complete that. And I was, that happened September 11th. I was in the very next landmark forum in October
1: and then did the advanced
0: course in January Mm. and then just kept going. That peeled a lot of curtains back on my life. Like I needed that part about the ontological or the, you know, how the mind worked and the story stuff. Like, I didn't know that I didn't know in life that Mm. there's what happened (laughs) <laughs> and then there's what you made up about it. Yes. That, yeah. and I, I don't call people out on it, but like I see people telling a story. I'm like, oh my God, what happened was your car got hit or whatever they're talking about. That's yeah. what happened. But you made up this whole other thing about it.
1: Yes. Isn't that That's funny? driving
0: your whole life.
1: Yeah. Deepak Chopra talks about that a lot, about how we remember things... Um, based on where we were in that moment, what we were thinking about in that moment, what the societal beliefs were at that moment, what age we were, where what we were yearning for in that moment, and that you know, a mom who's thirty five and a child who's you know ten, another child who's five, could have a memory and there from the same incident and totally all different. be totally different. So, because they're seeing it from each person's perspective of where they were all in that moment
0: that we have,
1: it's just all we have is perspective. until
0: the moment that you get the, that that's just a perception, yes, based off of yes, ever how you constructed that,
1: yeah. And you know, that's funny because somebody we've said to me that, the other day, Marilyn,
0: like, we've forgotten that, yeah, like all of the conflict that we see today and. I'm yes. right, and you're right, and we—it's just perspective.
1: It's just perspective, but that's funny. I had a client say, "You know," she says, "You always help me change my perspective on things. It just takes so much of the heaviness off to see it in wow. a different way." And I thought, you know, I—I I do a, think that that's what a gift how I help people. I've never is, heard.
0: That said that way before yeah but helping people change their perspective or perspective changes their world changes everything when they stop looking at it like that it stops showing up like that
1: yes Yes. so
0: we're talking about this shift today and what this means (laughs) and all of this outside stuff you know and that you know i've had the illnesses i've had doctors tell me you know you got things that are going to take you out and like those were the things that woke me up all this like the really yes in the moment, crappy things that happened to us, those were the all the things that I wouldn't trade for a million dollars because exactly. those are the things <clears throat> that have given me everything, access to everything.
1: Right, that incident with our kids that I told you about. Yeah. I, I am so grateful for how that all happened because we are all better people. We all grew. We all chose to see life differently, and now I see that whole situation differently. I mean, I remember thinking at the time that it felt really awful, but I don't remember any of those parts. I just remember the beauty in the lesson and the benefit to all of us as we have all moved forward. So... (laughs) Maybe that's why, maybe that's why that's what I do in my sessions (laughs) or part of what I do with my clients is because that's what worked for me. But, and so we can do the same thing with these shifts that are happening. Yes. We're like, okay, I'm feeling something really strange. I know that this is moving through, but if we just let it go and allow it to move and allow in the new, let it the old go and bring in the new and focus and think about the things that feel good in our life. And it's not that we're avoiding the other things that are happening. We know it's there. Mm -hmm. We just don't focus on the things that we don't need to focus on. We take a look at it, let it go. Boom.
0: Let's break this down just a little bit more. Um, you tapped into something here that's really important, I think. Okay. If somebody is going through something and has the horrific thing happen, because sometimes life does that right. to you. I had that. I believe one day we will be all at a level of conscious where this is no longer necessary to learn yes. lessons like this. Yeah. However, right now it's what's so. Yeah. Or not.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> whatever it is for anybody. But there are a lot of people that I know that are experiencing really horrific things. Yes. Or that you could you could have that perception. Yeah. What are the context of walking through something like that from you know a thirty thousand feet view? So something right. happens to us personally, like a breakup of a relationship or an illness or money issues. Like yeah. something comes up in our life that we're that we're dealing with. So what? are some things I think I can think of one thing right off the bat to help people move through that without changing the outside things that are happening.
1: Like, like not to fix it. Right. Well, number one, take care of our own body by getting grounded and connecting and breathing. And then if we can move into a state of curiosity Instead of being, oh, my God, what just happened? Okay, okay. So what, what do I, number one, what do I need right now to feel better? Number two, what do I need to do next? What's the next step? Where do I go from here?
0: Do you find, I'm going to say acceptance,
1: acceptance is I think that also that would the curiosity when you move that, into that, curiosity yeah, exactly you've right. accepted it. yes mm-hmm.
0: because you're questioning it and you're like curious about why this okay. is happening
1: what's going on here I totally got that yeah
0: so accepting questioning like that almost forces you to come out of that curiosity
1: for, does because mm-hmm.
0: you're you you have to become the observer then yes to to and that's the whole point of this, yes. kids. If you're listening at home, <laughs> that's the whole point is to become the observer, not fully in that full blown. Because there's no, there's no, right, nothing but bad feelings there, right, right. But if right. you can go out uh, outside of yourself just a little bit, energetic, and just look down and observe, like be the observer. When you've got space or time, yes, what we're but you guys saying,
1: but don't ask why did this happen to, to me? To me, yes. Say, what do I do now? Yes. You know, what's next? What yes. do I do now?
0: And it could just be one thing.
1: hmm
0: Like, you don't need, have to see the whole the thing. The big
1: picture, just what's the, the next. next step.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I totally got that. Yeah. So, there's the outer perceptions, the outer... I'll say mythologies about, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't know what happened in the Mayas. We, we don't live there. Like the reality is I'm right. 53. <laughs> I don't know anything that happened more than 53 ther- years, years, years ago. ago. Somebody right. told me about it. So yeah. I've accepted that information or not. And that's how we all are. I know right. we all sometimes think we know it all. Yeah. But it's really just something that somebody's told us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But. This shift, the energy thing, I have felt inside of me. <laughs> yes. And I don't even know what's going on around me, but I feel something inside and I go, okay, something's happened. Like, I'm aware of that now. Yes. And that could be with me or somebody in my network or globally. Yes. Sometimes I pick up on things that are I happening too. Globally. globally.
1: And I, I have a friend who lives in Finland who I'm very close with. And we'll be on messenger just because we can do that all the time. She's <laughs> like, okay, what's going on right now? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling it too. We're on opposite ends. I mean, we're a long ways away from each other physically. And, still and we're connect. feeling the same thing. Whether it's a shift in the moon, whether it's you know, magnetic core shifts coming from the earth. Or the sun. Or the sun, right? We feel all of it. But I do think it helps to understand what's going on, you know? Say, okay, these things are happening. And then say, okay, my body's feeling this because I've got to change. And then you just kind of allow it. Like the other day, um, luckily, my day just worked out someone came earlier than I thought they were gonna be there and I said oh sure I can just see you right now I have an opening so come on in and then my other person needed to come a little bit later and I had this incredible fatigue come over me which I knew was (laughs) not a it wasn't anything wrong with me I'm like oh this is part of this energy shift happening.
0: Yeah, it's like a re And I'm
1: like, I really have no choice but to lay down and take a nap. So I did. And then, boom, I woke up and I felt great. But I allowed that to happen. Had I kept pushing through and fighting it, it would have felt so much more difficult for my body to move through it. So we can use that symbolically through everything in our life. If you just keep pushing through and fighting it, it's all going to feel much more difficult. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you can just allow and let it happen and listen to your body, right? What What does my body need right now to feel better? What do I need to feel better emotionally? Whatever it is, do your best to go with the flow of what's happening. I would agree happening. with you
0: 10 million percent because like, I'm a huge Follower of Abraham, and that's helped me on. Yeah. I live it every day. Yeah. And it's all about feeling like the feeling is what precedes the manifestation. You know? Yes. If you feel broke, you're going to be broke. If you feel rich, you're going to feel rich. Right. It's not, has anything to do with what's sitting in your bank account. Right. Nothing.
1: Exactly. It's that we have
0: the power to generate our own feelings about about things. Right. And how we do want to feel. Right. To me?
1: Yeah. Go ahead. So when it comes to all these energy shifts, if we know up front they're coming and that they are happening for us.
0: For our benefit.
1: Yeah. It feels a lot better, doesn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Because like, when you look back, I think anybody, mm-hmm. whether they know anything about energy or not, they can look back at their life. And look and say, all of the situations everything. that arose that you thought you were <laughs> never going to survive, never going to get through, and how you, you you faced all of them. Yeah. And you're here. Yes. And if that happened back in the past, that's going to happen to you moving forward.
1: Right. So just know that. Everything's always worked out before, always. right? Always. Always has worked out before. So everything works out for me. Every, yes. That's a typical Abraham thing. But it's true, and it works, and it makes sense.
0: And everybody resonates with that. always
1: worked out. Right. And then when you know, oh, this is happening for me, sometimes it may take you a little bit longer to get that concept than other times.
0: Or like integrating and just yeah. know it.
1: And just know it all the time, and then it really feels you, much better.
0: Have you ever had one of those? Because <laughs> I know I never have them like all day, but like sometimes I'll just notice that... Man, it feels really constrictive right now. Yes. Like in my body.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know what my first thought is, or the next thought after I sense that?
1: It's an energy shift.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. and that something really wonderful is on its way.
1: Yes, and something good is happening, and my body's just adjusting to mm-hmm. a new way. A well, new way. Let's
0: talk a little bit about frequency as that as that raises up because it's yes. so important. Because I know there is a reason now why all the crap floats up with the. <laughs>
1: Right.
0: You know, all of the it all, has all to the be dark seen. comes up when the light comes in. Yes.
1: All these things that we're seeing that, that don't feel good have been buried for a long time.
0: But they're still there.
1: But they're still there. Now they're coming to the surface.
0: Because?
1: Because they're going to be seen and healed.
0: Yes. They've because,
1: been seen. Now they need to heal. But and now raise like the seen in a
0: way that you can't ignore it.
1: You can't ignore it.
0: Like when you know the Mm -hmm. truth of something, you cannot. It's like a switch that goes off,
1: and you cannot
0: not unsee that. Yeah, can't unsee about. And
1: this is this is not it for us. So when I see people hurting, I see it, but I don't hang on to it because I want. I don't want to send. Oh. Oh, that's so awful. I don't want to send that to them. What I want to send is hope and love and peace and joy because they can't feel that in that moment.
0: And we can do it for them.
1: And that's what I want to feel to get that vibration up so they have the opportunity to feel that.
0: Supporting each other.
1: Yes. support. That's how I like to support people. It feels better to all of us. Because I believe all of
0: the things that you and I know Mm -hmm. and don't know. And don't know, yeah. (laughs) Which is a ton. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: That's why I'm excited to have guests this season because we're going to be able to know more. Yeah. um, In a good way. But the whole thing is like you and I I think, I've never asked you this, but we did this individually.
1: Yes, we we did. this individually. Yeah.
0: We, and I, I didn't have a concept about The collective consciousness or other people. I knew we affected them by us waking up, Mm -hmm. but I did not know the extraordinary power of when multiple people do it at the same time. And I really feel that that's happening right now, that this is happening on a collective level. And I now have the tools to communicate about that at a collective level.
1: Yeah, because some of these things that are happening, people are caring about it because they see it now. Yeah, and therefore they want it to be better.
0: Yeah, we do want it to be better. We want
1: it to be better, and that's raising the vibration for everyone.
0: Like I want to live in a world that works for everybody. Me too. Like
1: me too. We are I'm part all of one. A, we, we are are all one. Well, we
0: do not. The context of the past worlds were not that way.
1: Right. They weren't.
0: They're not designed that way. Right. They weren't thought up that way. They're not constructed that way. Yeah. So.
1: But we're done believing that.
0: I am totally done. <laughs> I just wanted to acknowledge that that was there. Yes. And now we have something, the possibility of of living in a world that does actually work for everybody. Yes, we do. They just can't exist in the same time space sequence. So that's when the light and the dark come up together. Right. One rises because the lights is what brings that up. Yes. The Truth. I just say truth. Like when something rings true, right. You have power, right. When you think something's not true, mm-hmm. you have a loss of power.
1: Yes. In the
0: world, like all the things that we know individually, are manifesting themselves on a collective level. Yes. And it is this for is me mm-hmm. extraordinary to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. So it is. You know, when we're talking about the oneness piece, I you know I've told this story before that I was in a situation where um, this man was telling me something he was angry about and frustrated with, and he was using terms, you know, slang language that I would not have used. I mean, racial slurs even that I would normally have run away from. But the shaman in me said, okay, he's expressing something that needs to be transmuted and I just visually helped move that energy down into the earth because he needed to vent it I mean it was something he was really feeling and after he finished talking he asked me what I thought and I said well I really believe that in the big picture that we're going to come to a space of of hope, and love, and peace. He says, well, I really hope you're right. (laughs) And, And I said, yeah, me too. And then I walked away thinking, what is this about? What am I supposed to learn from this? I wasn't upset by what was going on. I knew that I was supposed to send that energy down into the earth to be transmuted. And then I'm like, oh, when people choose sides they have one thing in common yeah and that one thing in common is fear yeah so I'm like what's my role in that well the opposite of fear is love and I'm like oh I just send love to that fear that's my job is to send love to all of it it's not one or the other it's not looking at who's what, who's wrong, Who's right, who's wrong, send love to all of it. And that's when people ask me what they can do in these situations, I think that is the easiest, simplest, most valuable thing.
0: Because yeah, you can't change somebody's perception. Like,
1: no, they have you, to change it. Right. But if you send love to it, they just might. I don't know. It's yeah. their choice from there. But at least they're given the opportunity to. Absolutely. sending love to what,
0: no, what really? I was re- really what I was reiterating was that that is I never thought of that. Yeah. You know, most people in life just want people. You want people to change, change so <laughs> because that you, you told them
1: to <laughs>
0: or make them feel better. Right. Because it's uncomfortable to be around somebody that doesn't agree with you. Yeah. That's why we all tribe together. That's why we like minds yeah. and all of that. But in the end, that creates separation.
1: Right. Which, like I said, that's what I used to do. I used to run when I heard things like that. A2. That I thought it made me uncomfortable, and honestly, i I really wasn't uncomfortable because I knew I had a job to do, in the world that I, the energy world that I live in. And, and then, and then I knew there was another message under it, underneath it. Yeah, I knew there was more going on than could meet the eye. Everybody else who was in that picture took off <laughs> you know? and I'm like, okay, I'm here. And that's, yeah, that's how we choose to move forward.
0: So Yay! we're all shifting.
1: Yes, we are.
0: <laughs> there are tribes mm-hmm. of people out there that are all going through this. And I think we're all connecting. That's why we created yes. this space of, you know, on our, on our Facebook page and YouTube channels about just getting it out there that, we're not the only ones in the world doing this, obviously. Obviously. Is, everybody the entire, has, world, entire is, world is. The
1: entire world. We're going to reach who we
0: reach, and yeah. other people are going to reach who they reach. And talking to more people, bringing more together just elevates all of us.
1: Exactly. That's
0: kind of what the shift's all about.
1: And that's what we're doing this for. Yeah. Yeah. Yay.
0: We're part Thank of you, it. Thank you, Michael. But it is a reflection of something that's happening inside of us.
1: Absolutely. Not
0: outside of us it's inside yes. out. And that's the key because when something's happening outside of us, there's an illusion that we don't have any control over it. Right. We do have <clears throat> control over how mm-hmm. we feel. We have control over how we respond and react to things.
1: Yes. That we do. Yes, we do.
0: And in that, that shifts us. Others. Others yes. and the world.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So yay
0: i sure hope we provide something valuable (laughs) if you guys have any questions or raised a question for you guys today please leave us a comment down below we are happy to get back in touch with you something that you haven't thought about or a question that we didn't bring up definitely leave us a comment and um help it might be another perspective another podcast you like you never know right yeah but so we are so appreciative of you guys listening for all of our podcasts and keeping us going all over the world. Um, And um, we're just going to keep, keep going.
1: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited about this. Yes. This season.
0: Thank you all. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Yes. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.